How do you do and a mighty pleasant greeting. Welcome to episode 8 of A Day in a Life in My Mind. Yes, I edited the podcast name for a couple of reasons. One, it's very hard to say. Two, I discussed it with some people and they they just didn't understand it. And so I decided, you know, maybe let's just cut it back a little bit and get more to the point. But... I mean, it is what it is. And um, now to today's episode. Um, Today, I will embark to the happiest place on earth. That's right. We're heading to Germany in the 1930s. (laughs) Nah, nah, nah. We're not going to Germany. I mean, I wish I could go back in time to the 1930s. See what it was like for Hitler to take over Germany. See Hitler in action. See Jesse Owens beat all the German competitors in the Olympics wearing German shoes. But anyway, anyway, um, but that's that's a that's a different story that I'm going to get into. I promise I will talk about the Adidas and the Puma story. But um, so um, we're going to Disneyland, and I mean, who wouldn't want to be excited to go to Disneyland? I mean, if you. If you're one of those people that's like, oh, I don't like Disneyland. That's just too, it's like that's too dumb. It's because you have no imagination and you are way too distracted with material crap. And even you know, but anyway, we're going to the place of the future in Disneyland, Tomorrowland, and we're going to talk about one of my favorite things ever: Star Tours. And I know I've talked about Star Wars a lot, but I just think that it would be a good idea to start with a pretty... I'm pretty sure a lot of people can agree that Star Tours is a very, very good attraction. So I started with a um, ride that people would think, you know, yeah, that's a good ride to start with. But that's usually the ride I start that when my family goes to Disneyland, we go to Star Tours first. I don't know why, we just end up there. But... Anyway, but, uh, so let's begin. It starts at the very beginning of Disneyland. It was a hot summer day in Anaheim, California. A young, a young boy is with his family. He is flabbergasted by what he sees with Walt Disney's Magic Kingdom. Little little did that man know that in 32 years, his creation would have its own ride in Disneyland. That young man was George Lucas. Ironic. And of course, George Lucas made the, like, insanely popular Star Wars franchise, which I consider myself to be a big personal fan of. But also, he created stuff such as America Graffiti, Indiana Jones, you know, that's, you know, just stuff like that. But, anyway, uh, so, 32 years later, after George Lucas first visited the park, he was standing right next to Michael Eisner, Lord Farquaad himself, um, during a very awkward opening ceremony for Star Tours. Um, the, uh, the contract that was made between Disney 
and Lucasfilm was that they will add Star Tours if George Lucas would write the script for Captain EO starring Michael Jackson and also it had it the director was Francis Coppola which he was one of George Lucas's biggest friends when he first started making um when he first started making movies but anyway during this very strange opening ceremony Michael Eisner not for um, Michael Eisner <laughs> Michael Eisner forgot C3PO's name not once but twice which uh it's a very very hard name to remember but um but Star Tours opened and everyone loved it from the lovable droid Captain Rex which piloted your star cruiser to the ride simulation everything was great the ride went a little something like this imagine if you will you are boarding a star speeder and route route to and route to Endor. Yeah, that's and route. And route? And route. And route. And route and route. Anyway, um and route to Endor. Your rookie pilot Captain Rex sends you light speed to Endor, which that's exactly what he says. You end up in the middle of a battle of Yavin, which I mean, that's kind of weird, isn't it? Like they really, I don't think they really cared about what the ride kind of, if it's, if it made sense as long as it was fun because it was the Death Star 1. You could see it. So you, you went to Endor, but you were at Yavin. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. But um, anyway, you joined the Rebel Alliance and you blow up the Death Star. Yay, everyone loved it. But then in 1999, they wanted to revamp Star Tours using the pod racing scene from The Phantom Menace. Sadly, this would not happen for a couple more years, but it eventually it did happen, and now we have it. They invented something, the Imagineers invented something called the Ride Matrix, in which you, any random ride you go on, you go to different planets every single time. Um, so like, say you go there on your first day at Disneyland, you go to, um, you go to Naboo, and you go to Endor. Then you go... On your second day to Disneyland, you go to Endor, and you go to Tatooine, you know? It's, it's, it mixes it up. There are a hundred different possible ride, um, ride possibilities. The planets you can go to are Coruscant, Tatooine, Hoth, Naboo, and you can also go to the Death Star, which, that's pretty cool. But in 2020, the year that we are currently in, and one of the strangest years that we've had in a little while, not the worst, like, there have been a lot, there's, there's been worse years, you know? 
But in 2020, a new ride experience was released, which was based off of the Rise of Skywalker movie, in which you go to Exegol and you blow up a couple of Star Destroyers and Lando shows up. And I experienced this firsthand. But there's a lot of cool things to Star Tours. Like, one of the coolest things, I think, is that in the queue to Star Tours, they manage to get your photo, sort to say. And when you board the ride, the villain of the ride, which sometimes it's um, Darth Vader, sometimes it's Kylo Ren... It could, it could be different people, but they have, they, they always stop you, and they're always like, hey man, this is not what they say, you know, you can imagine Darth Vader being like, hey man, you know, but no, they're basically kind of like, stop, we, we know there's a rebel spy on here, and then they like show like a bunch of pictures of people, but then it lands on one, and it's pretty cool when your baby cousin is the quote unquote rebel spy, but you know, a lot of cool things went into this ride. Originally, when the ride first opened, they were going to have um, the voice actor for Kronk be the pilot. But instead of having a freaking Chad, uh, they chose a rookie pilot. And I mean, I mean, it was it was perfect the way it was. But I would have liked to see uh, Kronk uh, drive me to Endor. But, um, but he does show up in the ride. He shows up, but he doesn't use his really cool, you know, Kronk voice. But he he is the droid where when you're walking in the queue, right before you get your glasses, there's a droid that kind of, like, just, like, kind of talks trash, trash on people. Um, but, you know, it's there's a lot that goes into this ride. And with it being very popular, it open the doors for arguably the best ride in any Disney park and definitely the best queue of any ride in Disney parks is you know Indiana Jones um <laughs> but um I think what and Star Tours kind of saved Tomorrowland because other than Space Mountain Star Tour I mean Tomorrowland is not that like fantastic. I mean, like they have Buzz Lightyear's Astro Blasters, but Autopia is not that great. And um, Finding Nemo, it's pretty good. It's pretty good, but you know, they need to revamp Tomorrowland. I feel like. Um, but I digress, you know. Um, but let's get to the end. Um, everything about Star Tours is great. It's unique. It's groundbreaking everything's great about it, you know, and, um, that's, so, that's my first episode on Disney Attraction, let me know if you want more of them, please share this with your friends, your family, your, um, fellow schoolmates, your fellow golf, golfers, your, uh, fellow cult enthusiasts, your Freemason friends, you know, whoever you hang out with, just share it, And catch you next time, folks. See ya at the other side of the coins flip. Yeah.